Welcome to the Internet Wasteland. Here's your host, Ari. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Internet Wasteland. My name is Ari, and with me, as always, is my amazing showrunner, Patrick. Um, man, it's been a oof, rough couple weeks. Um... And uh, I, but I, but I couldn't go another week without giving you guys an episode, uh, especially after that abomination of uh, Seinfeld erotica and gross Jesus Shrek. I had to apologize. I have to apologize for that. That was just uh, that was gross. But I'll probably do it again. Um, so I figured I'd give you a little, you know, a little mini episode here. Uh, it's not going to be like an hour like they usually are with the deep dives, but um. I thought I'd talk about some stuff that's been going on on the internet and uh, maybe follow up on an old story and just a nice, casual, uh, relaxing episode. Um, so I wanted to start first. Um, you remember we were talking about the Gamer Girl bathwater. Uh, that went mainstream, that Yeah, story. that went fucking really crazy. So I got this, uh, I got this article from Newsweek. Um, the headline is, Belle Delphine Controversy... No DNA bathwater and herpes rumor debunked. So, um, uh, so yeah, so let me get to the part here. Selling her bathwater. The title alone is interesting because I had no idea about her uh, herpes. Or we, I didn't think alleged. Of it, yeah, <laughs> or now debunked accusations of herpes happen. Exactly. Um, so rumors started to circulate on Twitter. About Delphine and the cleanliness and the legitimacy of the product using fake screenshots and websites. Uh, one Twitter user named W. Supden fabricated a Daily Mail article claiming that the bathwater was leading to a herpes outbreak. <laughs> That's great trolling, though. Oh, my God. And an unrelated website nearly identical to Delphine's claimed it was also selling her urine for $10,000, but that was also quickly debunked as fake. That would have been a nice little cash grab, though. Yeah, I should take a moment now um, to advertise something that I'm going to be selling on my uh, soon-to-be online uh, store. Um, we're going to sell some uh, uh, Internet Wasteland brand Average Guy Poop. So uh, if you want to buy some Average Everyday Guy Poop, um, it comes in a bag because I, I can't because because the, the company can't afford jars. So uh, that's coming soon. Um, back to the story, though. We're going to... Uh, yeah, so uh, then came the accusation from Twitter account Non-Caring Bastard, who posted a screenshot of a 4chan post that claimed to have tested the bathwater for human DNA. The random 4chan user, a self-proclaimed molecular biologist, in quotes, claimed that there were no human skin cells and that it could be grounds for a class action lawsuit. So some autist actually took the time to, like, allegedly analyze the bathwater. If you remember, that's one of the first things I said, was that she's probably just fucking filling up jars of water and then selling them. Yeah, and, and which is probably true, but the funny thing is, if that is true, how hard how hard would it have been to just get in the bathtub for, like, a few seconds? 
Give yourself a rinse. It would seriously eat into your margin. If you're really trying to make a lot of money, what you do is, like, buy a hundred fucking mason jars. You sit on your toilet leaning over the bathtub and just fill them up en masse in one go. Like, filling up the bathtub and then getting in it, then getting out, and then filling up the jars, is a, it's a fucking waste. While you wirelessly print labels for it off your phone. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, we live in that age now. Oh, Jesus. Um, so Delphine quickly responded to Instagram saying all of these claims were unfounded uh, and that they started circulating before she even shipped out the bathwater. Um, in a desire to one-up herself, uh, she added a $10,000 tier to her Patreon. For that much money a month, she would send buyers a whole tub of her bathwater and include a video of her bathing in it. After a few days of the internet losing its mind over a seemingly ridiculous goal, she removed the option and deleted the tweet announcing its sale. So I was talking to my wife about her. Um, I think I mentioned this in the other episode, but regardless of how you view what she does, she she knows her audience. She knows how to just milk the money out of them. Like, she once uh, said... Oh, if I get to 2 million subscribers, I'll make a Pornhub account and I'll start posting videos. And people got all excited and she made it to her goal. And her first video or like one of her videos is like, for example, it's like Belle Delphine strokes two cocks. And it's literally her just petting chickens. So she trolls her fucking audience and they just keep giving her money. It's insane. What do I got to do, Patrick? (laughs) I have no idea. I mean, yeah, she's like, uh, I would say she's not uh, taking as much uh, advantage as she could be if, like, uh, her audience are that gullible and she could just do the same kind of dick-teasing nonsense over and over again, then I'd say she's not even making the most of it. Yeah, but, I mean, it is really interesting that we live in an age now uh, where you can do that for a living. You can actually make. Uh, does she play? I think she's she... so ununique, though. Like, there's been a million fucking versions of this of like some fucking stream or some online personality is selling some fucking personal, some weird eclectic thing. And then it turns out to be either a scam or not real. And then people are like, again, like all these people have their uh, equal amounts of like super positive fans and then fans who are just there to like they want them to exist just to fuck with them over and over again but oh like, yeah dude there's this um there's this youtuber named eugenia cooney and she's like super anorexic super skinny and denied it for so many years right but and and like she had but she still had fans but there were also people that literally watched her and would like donate to her streams and be like, "I'm liter- I'm watching you. I'm waiting for you to die." There's a Deadpool and like all that shit. And it's like, there really are people out there that follow people. I get. I mean, like even like like at this point, watching like uh, Opie or Anthony right now, it's like you're not watching them because they're funny. At this point, sadly, some people are. Some people are. Are they? Uh. Uh, yeah, again, it's different with people who have ever done anything, but these people have never done anything. There's a million people who are, like, non-entities from start to finish who have an arbitrary, sudden following online. They can't sustain it for whatever reason, and so they go- just... Uh, you. Uh, she has no choice but to constantly be doing these fucking dick-teasing, like, public stunts and everything like that. 
What else could she possibly have to offer, or any of these people? Exactly. I mean... The ones letting us watch them die are contributing more than the other ones. Oh, my God. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but, I mean, I yeah, well, that's, that's, that's it with that, really. That was just the update that... The next time I want to hear about her, she better have fucking died in a horrible, horrible situation. Apparently a guy vaped her bathwater. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Again, I doubt that. I I, I doubt the the bathwater was actually being sent. It was probably just jars of regular water. And I, I doubt that guy vaped anything other than some water he put in some vape cartridge. They're all full of shit. All right, well, we're gonna move on to our. <laughs> we're gonna move on to our next, uh, just our next topic. Um, I want to talk about uh, John Mac. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Is it McAfee? Yeah, McAfee. McAfee. John or McAfee. McAfee. Um, can you, for people that don't really know about him, can you give like a brief rundown about yeah. the guy? So um, he's like born in England, grew up in the Midwest somewhere, I believe in Iowa, became a computer engineer. And then around the late 1980s, when uh, the first ever like a real computer virus was out there, the Pakistani brain, um, he was in the very, uh, very like burgeoning young field of uh antivirus stuff because computers were so new at that point that there was actually no real virus because this is why Pakistani brain becomes famous at the time he very figures uh quickly figures it out uh it's just like a piece of code that's replicating itself and then so he creates a bit of code of his own that's the first ever McAfee antivirus software starts selling it and then uh, I think by like the early 90s, they controlled 60% of the antivirus software industry. It was like a license to print money. Every sort of like public infrastructure thing, people tend to think about it, but like every hospital, every uh, high, like highway authority, every uh, cop, police department, like they all have these massive, massive amounts of computers and shit. Every school. And so these were the kind of people who were basically forced to get McAfee. Like, other computer companies yeah. would either do it in-house in, in a very early age, but most people just had to go with McAfee. And then that damn Norton came along. Yeah, well, not even. Like, basically, in the early 90s, um, I think like they're like... boom. Yeah. Uh, not, it was basically at the beginning, at the very beginning of this. So um, he's basically making, like, $14 million a month... And the company is still just, like, 20 employees that are mostly his friends and family. And then he gets bought out for an undisclosed amount that was, uh, you know, anywhere from, like, in the high hundreds of millions of dollars to, um, like, more than a billion at the time. And so those were, like, the original investors. They buy him up. And so then he went on to Colorado He in, like, the 2000s. He was doing, like, this very yoga cult type thing. Where um, lots of rich people, kind of the people he whose circles he ran in when he was like uh, doing the uh, McAfee antivirus stuff, um, he would just mm-hmm. like bring these other rich people out. They would all do yoga and stuff like that, and he would you know fuck a lot of their wives and girlfriends <laughs> and any of the other women he uh, brought in. Um, then he <laughs> goes to at some point. 
um, he starts putting out all these fake articles to say he's broke and that he lost all his money and that he's like completely destitute and he's homeless and no one really knows where he's living. So it was all fake story to basically allow him to sort of escape the IRS and everything like that, which, you know, comes back around. Um, he runs away to Belize. Down in Belize, he basically starts some companies. <clears throat> One of them's like a bio uh, research company. Nothing really comes of it. Eventually, some guy poisons a bunch of John McAfee's dogs. John McAfee then almost undoubtedly hires uh, one of his uh, security guys to uh, kill the neighbor who poisoned all of uh, McAfee's dogs. Killed like 12 of his dogs. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Poisoned them. Because McAfee was like on this Belize island. very That's like, some Belize justice. Well, yeah, exactly. And so they he was basically kind of not... It, it depends on who you ask. Like, the documentary Gringo certainly portrays him as, like, the rich white shitheads in the neighborhood didn't like John McAfee. But then you see, like, all the locals loved him before and after the murder accusations. Like, the vast majority of the people, like, when asked, still talk about him very, like, well-liked. So I, I find it hard to believe that it was anybody but, like, these eight people who lived all next to John McAfee. Was that, he like was he like super unhinged at this point? Yes, yeah. So he was like always big into psychedelics, even from like the yoga thing, and then always into like weird stuff, like loves prostitutes. But he ha almost like there is no woman who is ever like on record saying that he has had traditional like penetrative sex with them. Because uh, he's also been accused of rape very frivolously. It, um, and one of the main defenses was that he doesn't ever fuck women. He likes to watch women poop. So how could he possibly oh, yeah, have ever... yeah, heard about the poop. Yeah, like he's one of the real glass coffee table guys. Yeah. Um. So Hey, um, is it... I heard that his wife is, uh, used to be a prostitute. Oh, yeah, I'm sure one of the women he's with now, like, again, his wife. I don't know if he's legally actually married to I don't know, he's anyone. been with that lady for a while, that, like, like a black uh, lady. Yeah, but, well, a while, I mean, since, like, the uh, early 20-teens, maybe. Okay. But, yeah, again, uh, also tends to, like, uh, darker-skinned women and everything like that. The woman who accused him of rape is some fucking white, insane, sociopathic narcissist who worked for the bio research company um and so okay so he's in belize then he's got to flee from belize goes to like venezuela starts talking all this shit about <laughs> bitcoin says like he'll run for the 2016 uh presidential election and he was in it for like you know the early stage when there was still like 25 people in it and uh he's like super libertarian this is why i know so much about him is he is like a very real libertarian. For one for necessity uh, he's because a sovereign nation. Well, yeah, one for necessity because he is now wanted for IRS uh, tax evasion, tax fraud, a uh, bunch of other things. Which is why after he left Venezuela, he went to Cuba, Guatemala, also wasn't Guatemala, he? Uh, and then most recently in the Dominican Republic where he was just the other day arrested. Um, he was detained. Uh, yeah, exactly. Arrested. He wasn't charged with anything, but uh, he had, like, he always has tons of guns and stuff with him. Yeah. He's very, like, he's a gun nut kind of guy, but he's also, like, 
been uh, had like nine or ten attempted assassinations on him. He's been poisoned multiple times. Yeah, he was He's poisoned recently. I remember seeing the tweet. Spent two or three days in hospital. Comes back out immediately. Starts you know, and, and there's all you can't like, poison him. He's the antivirus. Exactly, man. but and also there's all these rumors that he has like a dead man's trigger. Yeah. So okay. So so getting to that, that's that's why I brought him up. Uh, in recent news, there was this. There's he he posted. This whole tweet in like June, saying that he had thirty plus terabytes of uh, government of information on the CIA, the FBI, major figures in law enforcement, major yeah. criminal justice figures, and then a ton of politicians and then, who were uh, involved in a pedophile ring. And then people were speculating that he had a dead man switch, which is basically he, he's not something- even a speculation thing. He's threatened it. I've seen videos <coughs> and I've spoken to him like multiple times. He absolutely hasn't, or is he certainly like, says. So, he is has. that like there's like something connected to his heartbeat or something? Like, um, no, it's basically like. So he gets arrested by authorities in Dominican Republic. From that moment that people became aware, so he has these proxies. A lot of them live in, like, Russia, Ukraine, Singapore, uh, Vanuatu, places that don't have good extradition treaties with the United States, Uh Belarus, uh, places like this. (laughs) And these people are not known to anyone except for John McAfee. They don't even know each other. And they all allege to have copies of the information. So once these proxies... One of them's just a Russian babushka, just this old lady with like a... But they are those kind of average people. They're not the kind of people you, you would think. They would be very much like family man living in Belarus who's like a fucking mechanic kind of thing and all he knows is that he's being paid you know an extra like thousand euros a month to hold on to this uh hard drive and that he gets basically a warning so if John McAfee had been in um Dominican like the DRC uh custody um for more than I think it's seventy two hours, then they would have been activated, and all of the information would have been released. That's fucking and it's the nuts. same thing as if like if he's confirmed dead, then they all get activated. You know, it's basically of like arrest me, fuck with me in any kind of way. It doesn't matter if people are not a hundred percent sure that I am safe and free. That. These CIA guys and FBI guys are going to get exposed and the politicians and everything like that. 30 terabytes. Yeah, exactly. And it's all relatively plausible, especially considering um, that the one of the big issues with McAfee, and this was more certainly more of an issue once John McAfee was no longer involved with the company, but it was supposedly like all, everything that what people are worried about with like Facebook and Huawei now is that McAfee, while protecting you from viruses, was installing like the most advanced modern spyware possible and was being installed on these major like state uh, computer infrastructure things. And so he was, uh, or McAfee virus software was apparently mining everyone's information damn so the idea is that all these politicians in like the 80s and 90s um some of whom are you know would have been involved in like the franklin conspiracy which if you haven't seen the documentary uh uh i think it's about like who took johnny gosh or what happened to johnny but just look up like johnny gosh pedophile ring documentary so there's a bunch of like uh 
pedophile uh, judges and politicians in the Midwest who sort of got exposed and then basically got away with it. So it was that kind of era of like late 80s, early 90s, all those kind of politicians uh, who would have had McAfee antivirus stuff installed on them were unwittingly sort of like giving John McAfee allegedly backdoors into their uh, computer systems. And he was like copying tons and tons of information, which is why he has repeatedly tried to um, say like um, puts out false media reports saying that he's like broke, destitute, homeless and uh insane uh multiple times he's tried to put out reports that he's he was killed uh and then he resurfaces a few <laughs> months later like he is constantly on the run he's fucking nuts he's one of the most fascinating human beings of the last 100 yeah, years by a really significant is. margin like he uh, he is like all, right now like saying like he's a one man war with the United States government and uh, intelligence, appar- you know, universal intelligence apparatus, and he is technically winning. Yeah, it's Like, insane. he is surviving. Can you fucking imagine, like, what's on? I don't know. I, I imagine that it, the worst thing about it is- uh, The videos. That No, no, no. <laughs> that it, so much of it will be about guys who died already and who are out of, like- Can't not, be punished. Not Well, not in positions of authority anymore, but it, so, like, so many of them, I think, will not be, like, the new modern generation, but it'd be, like, all the oldest generation who sort of technically have influence over these younger guys, but that's kind of why people say, like, he does successfully get arrested- with tons of illegal weapons and drugs and f- fake documents and stuff like that, and then he gets out of jail right away, right away. Yeah. Like this Dominican like, Republic thing, he how could you have possibly gotten out of jail f- when he had tons of automatic weapons and stuff with like, him? Like, like the occasional senator, like like a bunch of senators and politicians being all creepy and pedoey, like that I expect. But, but he also has like other millionaires, other billionaires. But if there actually is like blood cult sacrifice shit like if that actually is happening i don't know how i'm gonna process that man yeah i always think that like that will be a more sort of localized thing of like certain like groups and arms or branches of the bigger pedophile rings yeah a lot of people that are just more religious in the first place um and then the atheistic like satanic ones are we gonna do a blood blood ritual no that's alabama's thing yeah that's their thing jesus man so he's safe now but apparently i was looking at his twitter just now i think like five hours ago he got arrested again uh, yeah, well, I mean, it depends on, uh, there's so many different things. It's hard, hard to tell. <laughs> I would say, like, most recently, the biggest news that has come out is that he is out of custody. They would not rearrest him again in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, There'd they be no should just leave, just leave him the fuck alone. Yeah, he was either never out of custody if he's been, you know, if he's now, they're saying he's in custody now. He probably never got out of custody in the first place. Although, seen tons of pictures of with, of him out and with the Dominican police shaking hands and, like, be him being let go. So it, Is he, um, like, is he hurting? Any, has he ever, like, hurt? Is he hurting anybody? Like... Yeah, well, I mean, he is alleged to have uh, participated in the murder for hire of his oh, yeah, of his murder. neighbor, Shit. and then he is also that woman 
um, has done her best to protect herself from libel, so she's never explicitly said that John McAfee raped her, but she has heavily implied and insinuated it. <laughs> so that's what you would see in the documentary, is watch her part. First of all, like, less than 10 minutes in, you hear her start to talk with the director, who's got a very anti-McAfee bias, and you see their friends. So oh. you see these two women start to talk, and they start to commiserate, like, less than 10 minutes into the movie. So right there, it's go, hmm, a little suspicious. And then when she actually describes what happened, she never actually says anything actually happened. So she always, you know, like, it was dark. I was so scared. I, You know, I felt so much pain. But she never, like, says, John McAfee broke into the room and sexually assaulted me. Hmm. She ne He says, like, he was just standing there with that evil look. And, you know, I never want to really... Uh, go too deep into what happened that night because it's very painful. Like, it goes, like, she tiptoes around yeah, that's John McAfee raped me as best as she can without hmm. explicitly saying it because I'm n not guessing. Like, I know 100% for sure the moment she explicitly says it, McAfee will sue the shit out of this woman. Yeah, she's choosing her words very carefully. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. she is, you know, and it was all, like, the gang up on McAfee thing, and, like, nothing has ever come of it, of that especially. Like, he has gotten in shit for lots of different things, but never that, so. Well, people want him fucking dead, apparently, so. Oh, absolutely, yeah, tons Jesus. of people. Any government that he goes to, like, they eventually get sick and tired of him and want him dead. And always, always the U.S. government want, wants his ass. <laughs> like, the IRS stuff, um, on top of the fact of, like, he is constantly threatening the CIA and the FBI and the Department of Homeland, uh, Department of Homeland Security constantly threatening law enforcement and officials with like exposing them and so on and so forth man so, yeah. untouchable so far so good yeah jesus but he still has to he's still on the run though he he's on the run for the rest of his life yeah he'll be on the run for the rest of his life but that's why he has to go to places like belize and guatemala and venezuela and cuba Places that don't have strong extradition treaties with the United States because they're yeah. the number one place. And then also, like, his, you know, as soon as you start having to buy, like, m local militia-type guys, you take on all of their fucking beasts that they had before you ever got there. So, you know, he hires, like, 20 armed guards when he gets to Belize. These are not, like, fucking regular people. They're gangsters from Belize. So now other gangsters want to kill John McAfee because he's with the rivals kind of thing. And so this is what happens everywhere, like in Venezuela. He's hiring uh, uh, Venezuelan cartel guys to be his protectors. So all the opposing cartel guys now put a fucking bullseye on John McAfee's back. So you said, uh, and you said, you, you said before also you've, You've talked with him, or like on Twitter? If you're a libertarian and if you reach out to him, he will talk to you for sure. He's incredibly accessible. I've spoken with him like on video chats. If just like follow him on Twitter or Instagram Damn. and actually ask him questions of like all I was like is explicitly doing it like trying to show him I'm like an informed on McAfee and informed on like libertarian stuff. And so during, like, it was his 2016 presidential run, and, and you literally just ask him about anything. I ask him a lot about guns and shit like that as well, <laughs> because I'm into that. And so if you just, like, 
a signal to him that you are like all the right signs of like guns, libertarian, cybersecurity, just anti uh western government kind of thing. Yeah. He will start talking to you. Uh that's amazing. Yeah. I wonder if I can like get him I wonder if I can find some like niche thing he likes. What do you like? What do you like, John McAfee? Yeah, he's pretty open. I think everybody kind of knows what he's into. He doesn't have any, like, little obscure kind of weird things anymore. It's like shitting on coffee tables, big fucking guns, boats, uh, you know, See, I'd ask living him in the shit, Caribbean. I'd ask, see, that's, a, like, that's, I'd be like, so when, I'd be like, so John, so John when, uh. When you get uh when you get a woman to shit on a glass table while you're under it, do you like do you like her to eat like do you like it do you like a solid poop? Like do you like a wet poop? Do you like you eat corn? Do you like like visual? You like her to He probably if you I weren't doing it to fuck with him and were genuinely interested in his like scatological uh predilections he would probably answer you seriously or like he's very has nice he ad- to talk to you like he he's a dude that, though the poop thing yes oh well every woman he's ever been with has said like he does not have sex and then other ones have elaborated more saying like no john Wait, likes so, to watch you poop okay he watches you poop but is he like jerking off yeah 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 oh okay i was like if he's just sitting there and he walk. can't spontaneously orgasm just because no, like, a woman I took thought, a shit. I thought, like, for some reason in my head, it was like he doesn't even orgasm. He's just like, poop. Thank you. <laughs> you can go. Like having a cup of coffee kind of thing. Yeah, just exactly. Like, oh, just well, I've got that her. down. Time yeah. to start my day. Exactly. Every morning, every morning, I watch a girl poop, and then I go about, and then I go about my business. Yeah, well, and he's also had, like, apparently had invested so much in Bitcoin and very likely was one of the main yeah, sort so, of winners on Bitcoin. So speaking of Bitcoin. He credits that to, like, a big reason of why he has maintained his uh, freedom this long is he's been able to, like, hide his money, always have shit to pay bribes. Uh, so. So uh, so he, um, if you if you look up on YouTube, if you look up uh, the Coin Bros, they have a song called The McAfee Effect. The McAfee Effect. You want me to look this up? I think you should look it up, Patrick. So I fucking can't believe they did this. You might have to skip ahead to get to the actual song, but this actually exists, and you can look it up if you want to, but these guys actually went to hang out with John like John McAfee. I keep fucking McAfee. Um, and uh, this is what Patrick's talking about. He's this accessible. Hell, I get this damn antivirus off my PC, dog. Here we go. Coin bros. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've seen cuts of this on, what you it, know on about his the Instagram. What you know about Belize? What you know about faking your own heart attacks just to ditch the police? Cardiac. What you know about privacy? I got a bad bitch on side of me. Janice. I got the FBI eyeing me. All of these hackers are trying me. Trying to get him a peek. Trying to get all on my Twitter for that coin of the week. I got China trying to ban every time that I speak. And now we got Trump. Bet you wish you voted for me. I got an arsenal and arsenal. A bunch of big guns, drugs, and some cars to pull. Cars, holes with the crypto paid in full. A bunch of hating motherfuckers writing all the calls about. McAfee, 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 John. McAfee, 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 John. McAfee, 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 John. Don't fuck with my dogs. Don't fuck with my dogs. That's great. Uh, 
Uh, I'm glad that uh, uh, any like hip hop people would be aware of him well, because he is like exclusively about Bitcoin. So, but that song, like now that I know all this shit about him, that song's hilarious. Yeah. Don't fuck with my dogs. Don't fuck with my dogs. Oh my no, God. I'm straight up. I have very little sympathy for that neighbor who got killed or anyone else who finds themselves a victim of John McAfee. Oh, I'm very, I have a very little sympathy for someone who gets killed if they're an animal abuser. Yeah, exactly. Fucking kill 12 dogs? What the fuck is wrong with you? Exactly. And poison them like a coward. Yeah, Watch that's... Gringo, The Dangerous Life of John McAfee. All right. It's all in that. Is it's that on a... Netflix? Uh, no, but it's like it's I'll free it. everywhere. I'll find it. Yeah, yeah, I'll find it. I highly too. recommend it. It's he is truly like one of those true renegade persons of like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid of just like a badass motherfucker on the run from the law, just being a gangster, getting away with shit, still like notorious. Fucking uh, Tony Montana. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying about the hip hop thing of like. I feel like rappers should fucking love this guy because he's like big middle finger up to the cops and the yeah, government I'm loves his don't. guns, black chicks, fucking chilling out in the Caribbean, being rich and shit, fucking wicked cars. Like he is everything that they like. Yeah, he's he's I, I definitely have a newfound appreciation for him after this. He's genuinely one sure. of my favorite people. <laughs> Absolutely. Find you, find you, uh, find you, uh, find you someone that loves you as much as Patrick loves John McAfee. And Absolutely, you'll be yeah. All right. <laughs> so uh, I just want to talk about one last thing uh, before we wrap up this short little uh, mini sode. Um, so, uh, so I was, uh, I was talking, I, I was talking to, um, I was talking to no one the other day. And uh, nobody said to me, hey, you know what we need? A new Jay and Silent Bob movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw who you were posting as well. They did. did you watch the trailer? Uh, I've seen bits of it mostly on mute. It looks Muse? horrible. Did you see Jason Mewes' yeah, face? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see? What the fuck happened to his face? He was starting to already look like that in, like, Zack and Miri make a porno. Um, he's all, he, he's just like. All what was his the- drug? I think they're all just like coked out and every kind of drug. Like, okay, I swear he did heroin or something. He has po- an Arnie face. Yeah, I mean he's he's just like not aging well. Uh, his boyish good looks ha- have uh, left him, and uh, it's just like all of those guys. I think everyone is so sick of and just not interested in. Like, I can't imagine what they were thinking. When people were started asking them, like, do you think there's any appetite for uh, more uh, Jay and Silent Bob or Clerks type stuff? It's like, no, they like the (laughs) Jay and bro. Yeah, and the Clerks too was a fucking a horrible movie. Okay, it has some funny parts in it, but it's a horrible movie. Yeah, it wasn't his best. I mean, personally, my favorite, my favorite. Kevin Smith movie was Dogma. I, I enjoyed Dogma. It was fun. I've never liked any of his movies, really. Fair enough. Yeah, you're not a comedy person, though, to begin with. No, I don't like comedy. Yeah, no. you like serious. But uh, that being said, even uh, like those two Clerks guys, even in Clerks 2, they were looking rough. They were starting to look really 
you know, blowfishy. And well, yeah, like they're all big fucking bloated alcoholics. And Kevin Smith is the exact same, except he has the money to get fucking lipo, so he keeps doing that, and that's why he has heart attacks nonetheless because he's never changed. His oh, it's eye. so weird though. His like neck is still thick. It's just well, uh, yeah, because his all of his his thyroids. I'm probably imagine is fucking incredibly enlarged. Like. All he does is sit around, smoke pot, eat, and drink, and so do all of his fucking weird comic book people. Like, they all look fucked up from, like, that's what you look like when you live inside, eat shit, horrible food, and never exercise. It's like, you're, even if you had, like, good genes, your body Thank gets God fucked I exercise. up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of any of those guys. Fair enough, man. Yeah, I haven't liked their stuff in a while. I haven't really liked this stuff in a while. I only I want this movie it. to come out as, like, to put a nail in his coffin. Yeah, like, this is it. No, I want this to come out and to be just an unmitigated disaster. But that's the thing. There's still going to be people who eat it up. And... Well, yeah, because anyone with a cult audience, but that's fine. I just wanted to not be able to make movies that could get advertised on uh, regular television anymore. The only thing he should Lifetime be doing... Lifetime only. Wait, no, it should just be like his fucking weird, shitty, non-thinking audience giving him money on his Patreon to make bullshit little YouTube-type fucking movies. Like, have, you hey, seen he... Jack, fucking, have you seen Jack Black's YouTube? Oh, my God. No, I... I he's oh, an, so bad. Another guy who just, like... I'm. The only thing he's ever done was tr that I actually enjoyed was, like... He was in Tropic Thunder, doing a bit piece I like. Yeah, I like he was good in Tropic Thunder. Saving Silverman. Yeah, he had his moments, but now he's all like... The thing is, is he was good. He He's good when he isn't all like, What's Jamblin? Yeah, he has to have like, an actual character alongside a bunch of other actual characters, like... Yeah, I I hate the gibberish fucking baby talk type stuff like Adam Sandler. Uh, I grew and, up with that shit, but I mean I get it. Same with me. Same with me. I, I I didn't even like it then. <laughs> just a grumpy, just a grumpy like eight year old Patrick. Well, like, no, it's like I, I would like laugh this. my balls off at something like South Park when, but South then Park you, was excellent though. But, but yeah, like I liked um that kind of humor of like it's maybe not adult, but like. See more grown up ER rated humor, but I mean, yeah. I always like the stupid shit, like like the classics though, like Naked Gun and Airplane, like those. Yeah, that, I like those movies. That shit's it's just funny, like it's stupid. But um, I I grew up watching some weird shit, like late at night on like Fridays and Saturdays, I'd like stay up, I'd sneak down, I'd watch like stuff like Kevin Spencer and uh, Mr. Hell and um. What else was all like really fun? They were like all these really fucked up like adult cartoons and stuff, and that kind of that kind of shaped my sense of humor. It was like some really weird. There's some really weird dark ass fucking stuff, but uh, yeah, it, it's really you know some some of this some of these movies I used to love as a kid. I kind of grew out of. There's still the occasional ones that I that I really do enjoy, like Happy Gilmore or. Um, like, like I, I, I don't give a shit. I, was I don't mind that one because there's very minimal baby talk in that exactly. one. Exactly. There's certain, and actually, funny enough, I really like Punch Drunk Love. I thought Punch Drunk Love was an excellent movie. Yeah, I... I Seymour Hoffman is fucking hilarious. Exactly, yeah. I would say it's a, it's a good movie for not, but Adam Sandler contributes, like, slim to none of the, the goodness he's, of that movie, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, he's there, though. 
yeah. he's there. Let him share He's not the ruining light. it, but he's also not making it. He's not contributing anything. Oh, poor guy. He's trying so, you know, I was, okay, so I was listening to, um, I was listening to uh, this uh, radio show that I like, and uh, they were saying, like, Adam Sandler is, like, you, whether you like his movies or not, he's one of those few, like, comedy actors from, like, the old, like, from, like, the 90s that's, like, he's still trying, like, every movie he makes, whether, like, it's it's bad, even if it's bad, you can still tell he was legit trying to make a good movie. Like, oh, still... I disagree. I think he. There, he's and there's up? To- tons of good examples of it, but you can like look up red letter media and stuff that they've done on it. Like, he has literally got a plan of like, I go to studio, get big budget for movie, forty million dollars. I take about fifteen million to twenty million for myself. Give the rest of my money to uh, some of my friends. We go phone in a movie in a uh, warm location and do it again next year. Like, it's the most plug-in, just zero-effort horseshit. Like, you can literally see him not giving a shit and acting. Like, that's why all of his characters are— I was just trying are, to give him benefit of the doubt, trying to be the devil's advocate here. I, I, every I character wa- I he plays is a rich guy uh, who lives somewhere nice. So, so that way the character has an excuse to be in, like— very nice setting in like a yeah, Caribbean. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I definitely. I okay. He's a yeah. lazy hack. He's a lazy <laughs> hack. He's been stealing his fucking very gullible audience's money for a long time. <laughs> I don't think. I think Click was the last movie. Click he, wasn't bad, but I think it it was so poorly received in regards of like it. It starts off. Very funny for 40 minutes, and then it becomes, like, the Depressing. most hallmark-level um, uh, sadness porn of yeah. kind of thing. It's just, like... Jesus, I didn't see it coming, either. It was poorly written and just, like, well, like, it's the same thing as, like, torturing a dog on camera. It's, like, there's nothing artistic about it. The fact that, like, you're getting the audience to feel horrible it doesn't mean shit. You're taking, like, the easiest route. You fucking give old... Uh, the Fonz fucking cancer and you stop paying attention to him. Like, it's it's the easiest, most, like, thing in the world. But, like, I think once people shit on him for that movie, it's like, fine, I'll never try again. Yeah, I think with me, it's just that, you know, I, I try to watch smarter films and I enjoy them. I do. Um, we watched, uh, my wife and I watched Hell, uh, Hell in High Water, Hell or High Water. The other oh, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. Fucking excellent film. It's one of the better bank robbing films. Really shows good of, like, what happens when there's, like, a bank robber in a small space with, like, a cop and they actually sh- start shooting each other. I love looking up, like, the actual CCTV footage of, uh, uh, bank robberies and yeah. stuff like that. It's really good. They really nailed the sort of close quarters kind of franticness of it. And then it's also just like a great crime thriller story. Just yeah, dude. It's well cool. executed, very nice and like subtle and underplayed. So it's really cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Uh. I just yeah. Every now and then I just gotta turn my brain off and watch something so fucking dumb. I usually fall asleep. I usually reserve it for when I'm like gonna nap. 
That's what I do too. I watched like fucking a Ma- Captain America Civil War and fell asleep to that the other day. Like, yeah. you want to watch, sometimes you want to watch something like you've seen before that's just so mindless. It's like the popcorn flick. Yeah, it's nice background noise. I, so I fall asleep to like Family Guy over and over again. Oh, it's just all like the time. Shit you've seen, nice colors, funny sounding voices. It's very easy to just you drift just, off. You just you drift off. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's it for now. Uh, thank you, Patrick, for joining me for this babbling uh, crazy episode. I'll talk thank about you. fucking John McCaffrey yeah, anytime. Thank you for that. That was awesome, man. Like, I know so much. I have, I have a newfound appreciation for that guy. He's a maverick. He's he's like uh, uh, one of the last outlaws. See if I can get. See if I can. See if well, once he's out of trouble. See if I can get him on this on this innocuous, tiny podcast. That would uh, be he, insane. No offense, but he gives his interviews with like CNN and MSNBC and like major fucking things. Like he's a big dog still. If he <laughs> resurfaces and starts talking, it'll be. Some breaking news on some main. But I don't even. I'm not even gonna. Press. I'm just gonna ask him about stupid shit. Yeah, I don't know what movies he likes. I don't know. He wants to be taken seriously. Nah, fair enough. John, if you're listening to this, which you probably are, does does the studio use McAfee? <laughs> no, I don't think anything does, and he's not involved with that antivirus shit anymore. <sighs> All right, Sold that well, off. All right. Well, good night, everybody.